Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, also Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. We're one round into the 2022 NFL Draft. And we're here to give you our instant reactions. We're just getting right into it tonight. Uh, but first, let me tell you about Athletic Greens. One scoop and a cup of water every day, 75 vitamins, and off you go. And don't forget about ColorCast. Go download the app in the iOS App Store. Okay, more importantly, the NFL Draft. The first round is wrapped. We're live from Vegas right now. AJ's blackout drunken mm-hmm. celebration mm-hmm. of the Charles Cross pick. I'm... I'm taking any and every drug I can to handle what the Pittsburgh Steelers have done to me. Um, well, I, I think the overarching takeaway for me was the trades, especially because we didn't have any trade action. In the top for, 10? Yeah, until pick 11. Yeah, it was so and quiet. And then just like, holy fuck, my head's still spinning from the trades. Two, two, at least, okay, one Pro Bowl receiver and one big game receiver get moved in Hollywood Brown, A.J. Brown. Um, lots of, we just have a run on wide receivers in the draft that kind yeah. of made it seem as if certain teams were kind of left grasping at air. And, yeah, there's what, go, six receivers taken between 11, or sorry, 8 and 18, and then you get the two trades that happened in there too. And, and it's it felt as if like teams like, the Packers and the Chiefs, mm-hmm. who would have been potential likely landing spots for receivers, kind of just opted to go BPA, which, yep. hey, no, nothing wrong with that. The, the Chiefs the Chiefs killed it. Like, they smoked yeah. it with Trey McDuffie and George Karloftis. Like, that's that's an absolute great haul right there. I love the McDuffie pick. I love the, uh, the Karloftis pick for value there, too. I, I think it was really fun seeing multiple teams have first-round picks and seeing how they would stack it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, we knew going in, like, it was going to be the Texans, the Jets, the Giants, but then, oh, and the Chiefs, uh, and the Packers. But then then other teams, like, the the, uh, the Eagles move, moving up, the Lions moving up, like, teams not just sticking and picking, even though they have two picks, the Saints yeah. moving up. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty fun. Uh, and, the yeah, the Jags moving back in. Um, the Ravens with Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, just so much happened, and and it almost felt like, although we didn't know the number one pick, well, unless you have Sham's notifications turned on, and that asshole decided to tip the pick like fifteen minutes before the draft. Hey, rap sheet, well, can you confirm this, buddy? Ha ha ha! Shut up, Shams. I'm, I unfollowed him, by the way, just on principle. Trevon Trevon Walker not being there, and like that just felt anticlimactic when they took him. Yeah, it did. Like it just kind of happened. Yeah, it did. And. And I mean, some of us predicted the first three picks correctly and, and made a chunk change off it. Yeah, our and, it, and it and it really saved their asses for how much money they had put on Desmond Ritter getting drafted tonight. Thibodeau um, was like the first. <laughs> Thibodeau was really the first. Like like, oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So so let's yeah. let's go through through it. And my, my my first holy shit moment was oh Kayvon Thibodeau isn't falling. Yeah, I mean I I love it. That's so smart. The Giants the Giants killed it. Uh, I think New York killed it uh, in general, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think too many people had that matchup, but like, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you you get arguably the best pure pass rusher in the class. Ridiculous first step, natural bend, um, big need instant, obviously for the Giants. Instant pass rush for for that team, and I think a lot of people thought. Um, that they would have gone tackle there, mm-hmm. but then they they come back at seven and they still get arguably the best player in the draft in Evan yeah. Neal. I I still think it would have made more sense to go tackle there, but then I guess you, you got the rumblings of the Panthers wanting to trade down 
Uh, maybe the Seahawks were looking to trade up to six, you know, if for Thibodeau. Who knows who or, or, it was? Yeah, yeah, and, and then if if they've got Thibodeau above both tackles on their board, and they've got both tackles neck fairly and neck. even, exactly. Then 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 you go pass rusher. It yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah, uh, that way. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just the fact that they came away with two of the two two guys at premier positions, two guys that were both top five on my board. Yeah, me too. Uh. Evan Neal plugs in at right tackle, cornerstone player. Kayvon Thibodeau, obviously, is now, like, the leader of, of your defense, potentially. Yeah. Um, and and I, think, I think the combo of Sauce and Kayvon Thibodeau going back-to-back yeah. to New York, yeah. those personalities in those markets is going to be really fun. It feels like like the first time that New York's both had, like, two big-time personality you know, young defenders together, right? It's going to be really cool, I think. Um, two other holy shit moments, I think, was obviously the, the Titans trading A.J. Brown to yeah. the Eagles, which happened just, like, so bizarrely. It really and, did. And, like, the broadcast, like, didn't talk about it for, like, five minutes. Yeah. And, like, it was just, like, rap tweeting it. And, obviously, he's instantly signing four for 100. And, and, and the Titans take the A.J. Brown of the class and Traylon Burks with that 18th pick, just opting for a younger, cheaper option, I guess. Yeah, I mean, um, low-key, low I kind of think that's the dumbest trade. I kind of think it's the dumbest trade. Like, when, when you know, you're giving up that pick for A.J. Brown uh, and then giving him $100 million, when, like, the Eagles are not a wide receiver away. I know they made the playoffs this year. I, I don't I don't know. I don't love it. I don't, I don't... I don't... I don't love it for either team. No, I was about to say that. I think it's kind of bad for both sides. But, like... Getting Traylon Burks for twenty two million or so less a year is kind of sick, and I love Traylon Burks. Like, and he literally kind of is AJ Brown. I, yeah, I don't love it for either side. If I'm being completely honest, that's why I, I put it my dumbest trade. I, but that being said, I don't think there's a lot of like really stupid trades. I was gonna say on a night where most of the trades you could wrap your head around. Yeah, no one gave up a first next year, which is usually the key sign. What an idiot. But I think we everyone knew that next year's class is better. But I mean, we say that every year, but it is, um, <laughs> at least at the quarterback position. Um, everyone seemed like they weren't paying a lot to move up. It was no. like like you know they, they throw like a fourth or something in, and then like a a slide from a two, but getting a three back or something like that. You know what I mean? It was a lot of that, and uh, nothing nothing too brutal. I mean, the Vikings made the biggest slide back, but even even then, it was fine. And it seemed with, I guess, at 23, the Cardinals were considering a receiver, and when they knew they weren't going to yeah. get one, they they shipped 23 to Baltimore for Hollywood Brown. How do you feel about and that? It, it seems so weird. Like, I get, like, Kyler, Hollywood, they play together, it's Oklahoma, fun. all that. But, like, for a team that desperately, I think, needed to go offensive line, they it just seems strange to me. I don't think the Cardinals know how to build a team. Because... Like, they have Hopkins, who's a number one. They drafted Rondell last year, yeah. who looks looks like he could potentially be at least a fun role player. And they didn't like, get him fully figured out like they should have either. I'll throw that in there. AJ Green can be a placeholder. Um, they just and, throw and like, picks I, at receivers. I think, I think it's a fun fit, but like I don't think this makes them like. I don't know. I think there's so many bigger issues than the wide receiver position right now. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously, like I, I kind of think they were targeting either big stinky Trevor Penning or Zion Johnson, and both were gone. Yeah. If they had gone O line there, um, and like I think Tyler Smith was a bit of a reach. Yeah, that's one of they, the biggest reaches. They 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 have Rodney Hudson, so they're not going Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It just seems strange. It just kind of seems like they just do stuff. It's like the Cardinals MO. They just do stuff. Yeah. And totally. hope it, something works. Yeah, no, it, for um, real. And especially it's receiver position. And, and like you said, again, it's a lot I, of fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it is fun. And I like the fit and I think it'll probably work pretty well, but was it worth that? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. Lamar's apparently not happy. He tweeted what the F, but Baltimore have had one of the best drafts. Of, of, yeah, of we can roll this right in. I, I think what Baltimore. Well, I think that might have been the smartest trade when you when you tie it all together. Um. Uh, moving from uh, giving up Hollywood for twenty three, and then moving back to twenty five, and then getting Tyler like Linderbaum, who I think is a top ten player in this draft. Yeah, it was like a two part trade, 
And then you you just a little sweeter on top. They got Kyle Hamilton at fourteen, which I don't think was a fit many saw coming. But holy fuck, is that awesome? Like it's just Ravens doing Ravens, man. Yeah, and it felt like when the Eagles jumped them, because yeah, Jordan Davis to the Ravens made a lot of sense. Yeah. The Eagles yeah. jumped them. They take Jordan Davis. They didn't take very long to turn in the pick. Nope. And it felt like maybe the debate was between those two. These are the two best players left in the draft. Um, both are at val- less valuable positions, but they're high-impact players. We're Baltimore. All we do is get the absolute most value out of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's just ridiculous. Like Baltimore's got the history of just star defenders. And we're so worried Kyle about Hamilton. Hamilton landing in a spot that's not going to use him. I don't think we got to worry about that with the Ravens, man. They got they got a plan. Yeah, and then like Linderbaum is a player where 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 is he gonna fit this that and the other? Well, he goes to a team that all they want to do is run the yeah. ball. <laughs> yeah. The, the other thing is, and I I, I heard this talk um, during the process was a, it was about how the Eagles having Jason Kelsey, uh, who's obviously another undersized center but mm-hmm. a ridiculous zone blocker. Um, the, their their kind of game plan for the entirety of his career has been to surround him with massive guards. Right? That's that's what the Ravens are do. Yeah, they've they've got Terry Phillips and, and Ben Cleveland, two of the biggest guards in the league. So if if that's the plan, like that, it feels like something something good's like, happening. Like there. just you know, like letting them clear the clear the lane right at the top, and then Linderbaum's climbing and getting that key block on the on linebacker, and then boom, J.K. Dobbins going for thirty or forty yards. Like it's so. It's so perfect, you know what I mean? Yeah, another, speaking of offensive line, another holy shit moment was the Patriots moving back <laughs> and then taking Cole Strange 29. I love it so much. It's like, it feels like such well, a perfect fit. I I thought I was higher on him than, like, most people. I, I he's 41 on my board. Yeah, I think I, I think I have him, like, 39 or something. Yeah, 39. Yeah, like, like, we were fairly high on him, but I thought, like, mid-second round was when he goes. He obviously they, they move on from Shaq Mason. Um, this this is a guy who can play guard or, or center. Yep. This is a guy who who, who can kind of move around as needed. Uh, really powerful pop in his hands. Re- really athletic. Really strong anchor. Like he feels like maybe he doesn't become a Pro Bowl guy, but just really safe and and and, and kind of their their offense is built around running the ball and play action pass and obviously yeah. your strong offensive line for that all the work and I feel like any, Jack Mason any landing sp- yeah any landing spot like for him to become a pro bowl I think this is it like this is if you're if you're a Cole Strange fan I think you love this not only because you get to see him go in the first but I think that's just such a perfect home for him he screams Patriot and I think it was funny that like you know DJ and, and Sean McVay <laughs> are freaking out at the reach of that but I, I think he's a better player than Tyler Smith and Tyler Smith went uh, five picks ahead of him right and there's no, there's nothing about, I know, I know we heard a lot more about Tyler Smith being a first round pick, obviously. So that, that's just the media feel. But I, I, how, how do you feel? I know we're jumping all over the place. How do you feel about the Tyler Smith pick? Uh, I think just based purely off my board, it was the second biggest reach of the night. After Kenny um, Pickett. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I do think it's a good spot where it's a team that, yeah. that needs an offensive lineman, obviously. So, and, and kind of replacing Lael Collins, you're going with another brawler mm-hmm. who's athletically gifted. Like, it makes sense. but it I, I think it's a great landing spot for Tyler Smith. I, I was going to say, because Terrence Steele showed something last year where I don't think you're feeling rushed to throw Tyler Smith mm-hmm. into the starting lineup week one. Yeah, You can bring him along slowly, teach him to use his hands, kind of fix his, his kick step. Like, he's got all the athletic tools, the power, everything you can want. He's built in a lab-type tackle who just hasn't been like his coaching or his technique just isn't refined. And so if you can take him along slowly, like this could pay off big. I just don't, I don't know if it's a pick that helps them be better this year. You yeah. Know? And I think it's a reach. And I, again, like from Tyler Smith's perspective, I, I, I think it's a great home for him. He's super boomer bust. Like you just said, but like that nastiness that, you know, that, that just big Mauler is, is a great replacement for, for Lael Collins. And if it doesn't work out at tackle, you can kick him to guard. I think right? I, I was going to say, I wonder if they start him off at guard. Maybe. Yeah. Or so like I at least give them a look there early. I, I yeah, I do think there weren't a lot of teams that shit the bed tonight. And and I saw I think it was Mike Golick Jr. tweeted, he's like, 
this is what happens when teams aren't reaching for quarterbacks. Yeah. The draft's a lot more coherent. And, and it's so true because I think, th- for me at least, the, the biggest reaches were t- Tyler Smith and Kenny Pickett. Um, and then after that, like, I, I might argue it's Trevon Walker, who is still the sixth player on my board. I just, <laughs> for I Drake, just don't, London. I, Drake London. But we uh, knew yeah, it was Drake, happening. Yeah, I feel like that lessened the I, blow. And I, I'm going to be and honest, I hate that a, pick. I don't like that pick at all. It's a less of a consensus reach, though, because like he was... like There are people who who know what they're talking about who yeah. really love Drake Lyons. Absolutely. We're both just lower on him. Versus like... I don't, I don't know. Like I don't think anyone thinks the Kenny Pick other than Daniel Jeremiah. No one thinks the Kenny Pickett pick was good. Oh, Franco Harris loved it. Franco Harris tipped the pick. By the way, when you saw how excited he was, it has to be Kenny Pickett. Well, you don't know that. Maybe he maybe he grew up a Cincinnati Bearcat fan. <laughs> but if I may, Andre, maybe, maybe it's Sean Clifford. We'll get we'll, we'll get there on Kenny Pickett. Uh, I thought you were just gonna go off the top, but we'll, we'll get there, I guess. I, I don't know. For a team that needs holes all over the fucking field, all over the fucking lineup, I don't like that Drake London pick at all. Like, I thought, like, I don't know. Like, I get it's fun, the idea of, you know, having two above-the-rim receivers, in quotation marks, but with, with with Pitts in London. But, like, I don't know, man. I do think – I love Mar- – I think Mariota throws, like, a nice little high reach ball. I thought that since he came out of the draft. But, like, I think that's a – I don't think that pick's, that pick's going to work out. Like he might be a fun player, and I know, like you said, a lot of people that are smarter than us uh, have him as a you know uh, should be a top ten pick and wide receiver one. But uh, the bang for the buck for a team that needs holes everywhere, I don't like that pick. My my, my argument for it playing devil's advocate mm-hmm. is, or just going receiver in general, is the quarterback who you're assumingly tanking for next year comes in has a go-to tight end in Kyle Pitts and, and a, uh, a top 10 pick at receiver in Drake London. Um, and that's it. Two guys with massive catch radiuses. Yeah. Uh, Arthur Smith was also able to get the most out of A.J. Brown, who was a guy I was lower on coming out of the draft. True. Um, be- because of his lack of kind of running refinement and lack of overall ability to separate deep. And... I mean, it, it's worked out well me, so far. Let me throw this in, though. Uh, for a guy that isn't getting super a lot of separation, uh, that that quarterback of the future is not going to have a lot of time to throw the fucking football. Because offline, it's a disaster. Uh, Drake London can play in the slot, too, though. Like Drake London's got the experience playing jumbo slot. He yeah. does some damage after the catch. He broke a lot of tackles this year. Again, just playing devil's advocate. Like, no, I know. I, I just don't think it's good team building. I agree also because the receiver position in general has lost value. And I think this draft is a good showcase for that too. Um, not like obviously we had the run on receivers, but more so because the top seven picks were pass rushers. It was it was three pass rushers, two tackles, and two corners. Mm-hmm. Then a receiver, then your team did a smart thing yeah. and took a tackle. Then, then a bunch of receivers, and then, like, after that, we were kind of out of, like, the lottery picks or whatever. Um, but, I don't know, there's just been so much receiver movement lately. There's so many receivers. Like, do you, we had, how many did we end up having in the end? Six? Six, yeah. Um, I think there will be receivers drafted uh, tomorrow, or tonight, I guess. I don't understand time. Um who Sky Moore, uh, a Christian Watson, maybe it's a Jalen Tolbert. Like one of those guys who goes tomorrow is is gonna outproduce yeah. some of these first round guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, if we can do the want to go receiver by receiver. I mean, we've done London. I don't think that's a good pick. Next up, I think Garrett Wilson was a good pick for the Jets, though. Especially where I had him. Yeah, I think Adam eleven, especially or twelve, especially coming back with Jermaine Johnson, which I think was a really really smart move, and the Jets coming up with Sauce. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson. Uh, that's a haul. That's a haul for Joe Douglas. Uh, I, yeah, I think I think when you look at the way they stacked it, it's they, just they're beautiful. one of the big winners of the night. I mean, of course they have three picks, so like they're gonna be. But they didn't but, reach. I mean, they got the value. Well, we, they killed there, it. There was a rumors they would take Jermaine Johnson fourth overall. <laughs> they get him. They get him at twenty six. Yeah. And like Jermaine Johnson at twenty six, I think is pretty great value. Him at four is bad value. But I had him fourteenth or so on my yeah, board. Yeah. Exactly. 
Jamie, they got they got Wilson right where he should have went. They got Sauce right where he should have went. Uh, three big needs. Uh, Lawson coming back with Jermaine Johnson is a ton of fun. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, if, let's, let's just keep going. 11, Chris Olave trading up for him. How do you feel about that one? Um, I, I mean, just looking at it in terms of pure fit, I like the fit a lot. Me too. I think one of the most efficient runners. Plus, he 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 isn't just a kind of a possession guy. He obviously has the, the speed to burn and stretch the field. I don't think they gave up a whole lot to do it. Yeah, I, I don't like the idea of trading up when you, like for that team, you don't have a quarterback, but they didn't give up a whole lot. They gave and, up a, and, a third and a fourth and then 16. And help helped that they, they had that second first round pick. Yeah. So they able to address another need. Plus, when you look at it in the context of the receivers, uh, two were off the board yeah. when they made that move. They 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 two, read it really two well. More, yeah. Two two. Jameson Williams goes twelve, and then obviously the Commanders moved back to sixteen to take Dotson. Well, I I've got a lobby over Dotson, so yeah. They read it really well. I'll give them that. Also, did the Commanders just love Dotson then? Yeah, okay. I mean, we'll jump the, we'll jump the, the Williams pick. I don't like that John Dotson pick like at all. I think it, it's like a like he I really like Jahan Dotson. Yeah. But, but for 16? It's just so strange to me. Not even just 16. It's that you openly pass on Olave and Jamison Williams. Yeah. Like you it's not that they they could have Well, you got uh, Burks over didn't... over Dotson too, right? Just throw that in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's not that it's, but it's not like like I have a lobby. I I had it Wilson Olave Williams like pretty uh, Wilson ten Olave I think seventeen and Williams eighteen or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just find it strange that they like kind of openly like this is our guy like yeah, be, be, because I don't think you make that trade like yeah you get ninety eight and one twenty but I don't think. If if you think Olave or Williams is the guy, I think you stick a pick if you, you're in the first round. Like, you know, what I mean? yeah. you're going for a premier pass catcher to compliment Terry McLaurin. I also think he's a stranger compliment to Terry McLaurin too. Yeah, they're similar. Yeah, I don't um, like that. I don't. I don't like that pick. And, and like, I also don't love it just because like I just don't think her like even Jahan Dotson could be amazing. I really like Jahan Dotson. I had him Drake London. He's twenty nine on my board. I don't think Carson Wentz is. Like Carson Wentz isn't the type of quarterback to get the most out of a skill set that mm-hmm. is that Jahan Dotson possesses. Um, yeah, exactly. And again, think, a, a team. I don't know. I don't think wide receiver is the biggest need. It's up there, but to to in our opinion, reach on one and like you said, pass on the other ones. I don't. I don't think that's again. I just don't think it's wise team building. Okay, going back to Jameson Williams though. Yeah. What do you think of that? Moving up from thirty-two to twelve is bold. Uh, I, again, I kind of in general don't think that moving up for a receiver, unless it's like your last piece, is very wise. But, but the difference is that they pull in 46. Exactly. So they go 12. They trade 32, 34, and 66. That's the thing. That's such a cheap move. That's such a cheap move. That's where I was going to go. That's and such a cheap move up from 32 to 12. Such an instant offense type of player in Jamison Williams I like for this a team desperate yeah. for it. A guy who complements Amon Rossi and Brown's skill set really well. Yeah. Like it. And, and then uh, another team that it's kind of bring the weapons in now for your quarterback of the future next year. Yeah, for like Plus, it's funny for for Washington and, and the the Saints, it's like, mm, but for a team that has so many holes, but like I don't know, you're still like so at the ground level of building this thing. Also, I like that. You also got a really safe bet need in Hutchinson at two already. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, and and because they're not a contender, they're not going to feel forced to get Jameson Williams back on the field early yeah. either. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Exactly. No, I like that. I like that move a lot, and it was, I was shocked how cheap it was to go from uh, thirty-two to twelve. We uh, um, we the last one here. We touched on Burks a bit with the, with the AJ Brown trade. I kind of I, I don't know. It almost feels like trading Stephon Diggs and then drafting Justin Jefferson, right? It does. Like just um, getting a similar idea player. Uh, lots of people's comps for Traylon Burks was AJ Brown. I think mine was mine was yeah mine was i think uh aj brown playing debo on the scout team or something like that um didn't see debo move so i think like saving the money getting your receiver i love Traylon burks Traylon burks has got better hands than aj brown I, I like it i think it's a fun move i just feel weird with the whole thing it's like very the weird. eagles doing it i d- I don't know. Yeah, because it's a very much like we're a Super Bowl contender now move for the Eagles because you're basically openly saying 
you'd rather pay this proven commodity than develop the younger option. Which makes sense because they can't develop the younger options, right? Like, at that position. That, that part makes sense. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm still in, like, the Agent Brown's overrated boat, but he's still, like, a super impact player. But you're paying $100 million over four years for him, and now the tight end save a good chunk of change and get in a player that I think can replace him like, pretty effectively pretty soon. Um, yeah, because I mean, you're assuming the 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 way you use Burks is similar to the way that you're using AJ exactly. Brown. Yeah. Um. Okay. Where do you want to go now? Uh, let's let me slide back up to the top of my notes. Picks that surprised me the most. I was surprised Charles Cross to the Seahawks happening because I really <laughs> thought they'd fuck that up. I thought, didn't. I'm so, so, so happy. I was so sure they f- would fuck it up, especially, you know, with, with the way he was falling. I'm like, you know, we see Thibodeau. I'm like, fuck, that was kind of like, hope he slided. They stop the slide. Stingley goes right away. I'm like, fuck, right? <laughs> the ones I was really hoping that it would slide and would get them. And then the then the, the way it fell, I'm like, goddamn, the, the Carolina and uh, the Giants are going to take both tackles. So I'm like, okay, this is, this is Jermaine Johnson, which I'd be okay with. This is a big stinky. Uh, and then they, they shock me and take Charles Cross because like Charles Cross is a pass protection first stud and Seattle's all about running the goddamn football. And I think it's so ironic that the pick they get for Russell Wilson is the, is the pick they shouldn't have made for Russell Wilson to, to block his ass. But I'm so happy. I loved it. Um, the fit's funky. I really hope he, uh, he develops, but I mean, if he's going to get thrown right in the fire at the run block, run blocking work. But I mean, show glimpses, right? It's such a better pick than Trevor Penning that, like, yes. I don't even care if he busts. No, I know, right? I mean, I care because I like Charles Cross. I, I love, I'm a Seahawks fan. I don't want him to bust, and I hope they don't fucking ruin him. But the Penning pick, I'm like, that makes He's, so much sense. Like, Yeah. He, he is so ready to be on an island pass protecting the NFL. Like, I feel like Drew Locke's not going to get hit from the left side. It's great. Hey, um, Malik Willis, maybe. I was also a little surprised the Jets took Wilson and, and oh, obviously you? the Dotson one. Uh, yeah, I, I I really thought they were going Jermaine Johnson there just because of the rumors. Fair enough. That's fair. And, um, I mean, it all worked out in the end. So Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, the strange um, pick was obviously shocking. I loved it. So this one of my favorite fits. The Dotson one. Just, I know. I feel like no just, one's, we, aren't, we talked about it plenty, but that one, yeah. It was, in the, it was in the middle of the draft. So much was happening then, too. All the trades, like... They, they take Dotson, and then all of a sudden A.J. Green, or A.J. Brown's an eagle, so like it kind of just got, like, didn't get a lot of focus during the draft. Yeah, I was going to mention this one later, but let's mention it now because we're already getting ahead of our notes. Kenny Green going one pick before Jahan Dotson. That one really surprised me. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that because I don't know. I guess it, it dep- I'm not sure how the league felt about Kenny Green. I would never have expected him to go 15. Yeah, the Texans trade 13 for 15 124 120 or 162 was 66 like totally made sense for the eagles to do that to get jordan davis um and i just felt like they could have moved back further Mm -hmm. and got more Mm -hmm. uh i think kenny greens i had a first round grade he's my last first round grade i think he's pro ready can can step in at either guard spot for you i think he's got pro bowl potential run grader but it's just it's a big need for, for 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 a team that like could have gone literally any direction. Yeah, after, after taking Derek Stingley, because exactly. they have so many needs, I I just didn't expect that one. Yeah, exactly. I, I really didn't, and I you know no no whiffs that all oh, the Texans were like like Kenny and Green blah blah blah. Um, the the positions a need, and I agree. I think they could have waited on them. Um, how about Kenny Pick? You want to do Kenny Pickett now? No. Um, I want wait shaking my head. I'm trying to go in order. Okay, yeah, shaking my head as Kenny Pickett underneath <laughs> it. Uh, okay, Drake. London, my my first one I wrote down for shaking my head. What which pick left me shaking my head? Drake London. Me too. Uh, then big stinky, but like that made more sense. I don't because mind. the other tackles were they didn't pass on no. Charles. I I thought whoever took Penning was gonna pass on Charles Cross me too. and take Penning, which didn't happen. You know, for um, for the Saints, a team that develops off the line really well. You comment. You bring this big athletic freak in. The, the need is there. I had him like twentieth on my board. They took him nineteen. Uh, I think this is a great home for Penning. Uh, but I, I like. I don't mind this pick at all. I think. I think if it's going to work out for Trevor Penning in the NFL, this is a really good home for him. Think him and Chris Olave are going to hang out a lot. <laughs> 
all the time all the time yeah so the pick that really left me shaking my head was kenny pickett because i truly thought this was gonna be malik willis and I know, buddy i know I, th- I i really thought if willis was gone it'd be ritter i know buddy i n- at no point did i think it was really gonna be kenny pickett was it was um, smoke all along they're just staying home let like, it out let it out I think at best, everything absolutely goes best case scenario. He's Andy Dalton, which I don't think you're winning a Super Bowl. I think more likely he's a Case Keenum type, a slightly taller Case Keenum. Um, like, I don't I, I don't really think he beats out Mr. Trubisky. That's going to be a fun, uh, that's going to be a fun camp battle to hear about every single day in July. Yeah, Mason Rudolph's going to win the job. Oh, so no, don't, um, don't put that evil in the world. Like, I just I the thing that kills me the most is how often he's like referred to as this pro ready thing. When you watch him, he he can't even go through a full field read and like he he's either first read or just start like running, which isn't gonna work in the NFL. He's, he's gonna not a good enough a bunch. athlete. He can't actually run the ball, which was kind of like the thing that Malik Willis could have done at minimum. Yeah. Uh, and, and Desmond Ritter, I felt like was just gonna be the guy who was the safest bet to be able to, like, not look stupid playing in the NFL With, with more upside than, than Pickett, too, probably. Yeah. Because like, at Pickett, least he's athletic. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm going to start wearing two gloves everywhere, but... Hey, you know he can play in the Pittsburgh weather with the small hands. Oh, like, I'm sorry, buddy. I, I just don't see... Like, I think, again, like, I don't even know if he'll be that bad just because this is the team that's got good foundation. It's... In theory, a good fit. Can, like there's, I feel like the Steelers gonna... are building for mediocrity. Yeah, like this. This is especially when you're seeing what Baltimore is doing in this draft, or, or the Bengals. Obviously, they, they only have one pick, but it was a really good pick. Yeah. Um, it just, yeah, it doesn't feel like this is the quarterback to keep up with. Uh, the rest of the division. He, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and he who shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Um, is it weird or like do the Steelers feel like they're the fan service team in the NFL now <laughs> they're Spider-Man no way home of the NFL like they're just all they do is to service the fans like fuck yeah let's get Najee Harris the running back everyone loves let's get the, the hometown kid and Kenny Pickett Kenny Pickett's from the great state of New Jersey <laughs> That's, that should I'll make you like it even that. more his redeeming quality <laughs> um Fuck, I thought Matt Rule was going to be the idiot who takes him, but instead, here, this is a transition. I feel like Pickett being home in Pittsburgh either means he's a Hall of Famer or a, or a complete bust, and there's nothing in between. I feel like that's a good thing, because that means they... Yeah. If he's a complete bust, they're out on him sooner. They, they don't, like, toil with him for eight years. But, but sorry, let me, let me rephrase this. If he's a Hall of Famer, he's an Eli Manning Hall of Famer. That's two rings, so who cares? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's going to be upset. Um... I, again, I don't think like any team completely fucking goofed this night, you know? Like it No, the Steelers did. The Steelers other than did. the Steelers, yeah. Like and the one team who took a quarterback, I uh, think we knew is, we knew we were going to be upset and it's only like, one of us. Instant reaction just trying to find the team who who made the worst decision. I think it's the Steelers taking Kenny Pickett and and after that it's like me like, even I can understand the commanders taking Dotson yeah. 16. Yeah. I like Dotson. I, I can understand, uh, like, Tyler Smith, the Cowboys. Like, I think I, there's a path to me seeing that working out really well. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, Drake London, at least it's fun. I, yeah. Like, Falcons fans are probably, like, think it's fun. Like, I don't think Kenny Pig is a fun pick. Like, if it was Malik Willis, like, I, th- I would have called that a reach, too. But it would have been fun. You've this been isn't fun for it. me. I'm not going to have fun watching fucking Kenny Pickett, man. He's playing at home, man. Come on. He knows Heinz better than anyone. If I was a Pitt fan, do you think I'd be, like, really happy right now? I think, like, there's a lot of happy people. And, like, Frank, look how happy Franco Harris was, Rob. And doesn't doesn't just seeing Franco Harris be happy make you happy? Yeah, it does. I love Franco. You're right. Okay, I'm back. KPA, baby. Uh, so for the why did they slide category, Kyle Hamilton. But we kind of knew his position. Yeah, that value. was his range. I think like you know, twelve, and eleven to fourteen. Well. Yeah, exactly. It worked out. It worked out very well. I mean, God, the Ravens. I, I can't remember the last time we came away and like, oh, the Ravens didn't do well. Like, and I can't remember the last time we didn't come away and like, fuck the Ravens. I wish we were the Ravens fans. Like, oh, they always do so goddamn well. 
Jermaine Johnson falling was kind of strange just because all the the hype early. Yeah, and then we saw reports like, oh, the media likes him more than the league does. But I feel like the media was only saying that because they thought the league liked him. Irregardless, I think he's, like we both talked about, very, 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 very worth the 26th pick. And the Jets came out with, like, gangbusters. Absolutely. Um, Devin Lloyd falling to the Jags. Yeah, we we didn't talk too much about that move. I kind of like the Jags moving up for Devin Lloyd. I, I do too, and and I just thought a cheap team, again move up. Yeah. A team would overdraft Devin Lloyd and take yeah. him like ten. Yeah. In, instead, he's the second linebacker off the board. They get him at twenty seven. A team that needs a linebacker needs needs more kind of defense or locker room voices. Yeah. Um, I think you've got building blocks now with him, uh, Josh Allen, Travon Walker. Like I think that's fun. It only costs um, a fourth and a sixth. Yeah, like yeah, they didn't have to give up a whole a whole heap of stuff. The only argument against it is like they're just not doing anything for Trevor Lawrence. But the only interesting thing is why did they jump the Packers? Like that that seems kind of weird. But maybe well, that's... the Packers are going to get a second linebacker. <laughs> like I, the only thing is I don't see where he would have went. You know what I mean? Before their pick at thirty three. That's I think it's the only. But they know better than I do, of course. Well, that that's not true. But. Uh... <laughs> I think it was New England. Yeah, that makes sense. And then they like then their new Dante Hightower. Yeah, they didn't panic. Pick was strange. They just like okay, well, this is our real pick. We were just gonna make it, make the league happy and take Devin Lloyd. But this are this is number one on our board. Cool, strange. Um, and and George Karloff is falling to thirty. Yeah, like we we'd heard some stuff that he might fall a bit, and it worked out really well for the Chiefs who who. Two slam dunks, trade up for McDuffie, stick for Kurloftis. Fuck, for real. Just beautiful. Um, I'm just kind of surprised he he fell right into their laps. The Chiefs are just so fucking well run. Like like we talked about, the receivers, it was a flurry. They're all gone, including the ones on the trade market. And Chiefs like, no problem. We're, we're coming away with, with I, I think he's the second best corner in the class. Uh, at least, at worst, the third at 21. And then... We're coming back with a bona fide first round pick of an edge rusher, and we're building our defense up again. Like that's just so fucking smart. Um, surprised they picked them. I was kind of surprised. Like it makes sense, but I was kind of surprised when the the Eagles traded up for Jordan Davis. Yeah, and I mean trading up for an ideal is a little, but again, these trade ups didn't cost a lot of picks tonight. Yeah. And, and and he he goes to a situation where they've got depth around the D line, so he's not going to be playing a ton of snaps. I like the fit a lot. I like the you fit bring, a lot. You can develop the pass rush slowly while playing him a ton on rundowns. Like he's going to look so good next to Javon yeah. Hargrave. It surprised me, but then when they made the trade, I'm like, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they, it it was a steal. I had Jordan Davis top ten on my board. Mm-hmm. I love Jordan Davis. He's a he's a game wrecker. Cost a fourth and clearly, two fifths and whatever. Yeah. Between the way how he drafted and, and the fact that um, he 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 traded for uh, AJ Brown, it does make me think they think they're a true contender. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Which is interesting because that. that that means they they truly believe in Jalen Hurts, which I mean, good like mm. you, like. I, I think that's fun at least, and and at the end of the day, all I want is fun, because <laughs> my team has Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I'm not having fun. Yeah, that's fair. Um, another surprise they picked him, Quay Walker. I was surprised, but I yeah. think it's really fun. I mean, we were talks that Quay was going to be linebacker one, and then at first, I'm like, oh, this kind of sucks. But then the more I thought about it, I like it. They they just have like long twitchy players in their front seven they can just do so many different things and obviously they, they go and get Devontae Wyatt 28 so you get Devontae Wyatt you got Kenny Clark you got Devondre Campbell you got Quay Walker you got Rashawn Gary you got Preston Smith like the idea of like I don't know Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker yeah. both are, are so long and fluid and can play in space they, they allow you to be so creative with your defense I think it's a really fun fit I think it's like a safe pick. I mean, I, I think like he might have been the highest floor linebacker. Um, I think he's going to do great in, in Green Bay. And now I don't think it's getting the fans pumped up, especially when they double down with Devontae Wyatt, which I think is another really good pick. Um, but building that defense, that, that defense is going to be really good. That defense is going to be really good. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't mind it. Um, I'll throw in Lewis Seen, the last pick of the draft. That, that kind of surprised me for a little bit for the Vikings. I'm not saying it was a bad pick at all. I think it makes a lot of sense. My, my comp was Anthony Harris, coincidentally. Um, I thought it was just corner. I thought corner was going to be the pick. 
So so what I'm thinking is like they they were going DB and they just want best available DB. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and, and I think obviously like Harrison Smith's reach in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you add a guy like Lewisine who can play a little bit of nickel for you too. Harrison Smith can too. Like they can yeah. do different things with those guys. I think Cam Bynum flashes a rookie too. Like you can do different things with your safeties to kind of move them around a little bit. I think they, they definitely have to come back and get a corner on day two. Yeah. Because like it's still a big, big need. Um, but I think Lewisine's gonna fit right in there. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah, I threw Kenny Green here, we talked about him. So uh, I put Linderbaum here just because I, I hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> Me neither. No. It, it's just really fun. It is, it's great. Uh speaking of fun, favorite fits, uh of guys we haven't talked about yet, I think Kyrie Elam, who we pegged to the Bills uh, on our mock last night, that's great. I, lo- I love that so much. We, we talked ourselves into it last night. The Bills come. They, they actually trade up for him, tr- uh, j- jumped the Cowboys, which I thought was interesting. Maybe they were going Elam. Um, and the, the Tyler Smith was the panic pick. And I, I think that's just so so great. I think he's coming in, uh, plugging in opposite of Trey. And I, I think, like look, you're trying to cover – it's it's you know what I mean. They they got a matchup against the Chiefs. The Chiefs lose Tyreek Hill, so they say fuck it. Let's you know let's come in and you know the the he goes in the division too. So they got to still stop him. So they bulk up at, at DB. I think DB was always the pick. Um, I think that's just just smart, and I think the fit is so great. Yeah, and I think if anyone's gonna get the most out of him, it's Sean McDermott. Exactly. He's gonna he's gonna be able to fix the grabbiness. I think yeah. it, it, it's really fun. Um, Hutchinson to, to the Lions was yeah, always going to be a good good fit. Of course. I, I really like Stanley to the Texans. I'm not only glad it happened because it made me money, but I'm glad it happened because I think, like, it was just the Stanley and Thibodeau falling thing was getting so annoying, and I'm glad yeah. neither did. Yeah. Both end up top five. Stanley, like I said yesterday, Nick Casario comes from the Patriots. They always have a top flight corner. Yep. So it, it made a lot of sense that, that he did that. Um, Zion Johnson. That's the, the, that's the one. That's the one. Absolutely, like, that's the one. They they obviously need an offensive lineman. They go get one of the safest, I, I think, most soon-to-be Pro Bowl players in the class. feels Stick so much like taking Rashawn Slater. Slater. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's unbelievable. Um, I Oh, Dax Hill to the Bengals, like mm. we, we had mocked. Just because he can play all around that secondary and be a Swiss Army knife in coverage. And they just, kind of their biggest thing, now that they've addressed the offensive line, is getting just... A more trustworthy cover guys yeah and i mean play him at nickel uh you know third safety wherever i think he's getting on the field very early in his career um value pick of the night i thought getting icky aquanu six overall was insane value for the panthers yeah, number one player on my board he threw i thought they fuck this up and they too. got the mm-hmm. yeah they, they they got the pick between either evan neal or icky aquanu they take icky keep him in state i think this is a really like whether Matt rules the guy or not, this is so good for Scott Fitter. It is. It is. I mean, and I think it's so smart when they don't pick until, what, like 104 again. Just say, fuck it. Maybe get the best player in the entire draft. Uh, huge need. Yeah, it's definitely smart as hell. And you can say the same thing about Evan Neal. And even more impressively, they already got Thibodeau. Come back, get Evan Neal, who I think is the best player in the draft. I think it, it's Neal and Icky, and you can kind of go back and forth between who's the best player in the draft. Getting him at seven, like you said, getting Icky at six is, is just so smart. Um, if you're going to see, you know, Dable and, and company, if you're going to see if Daniel Jones got it or not, he doesn't. Uh, protect him. It's going to be really important. So getting Evan Neal, plug him at right tackle. He's got experience at right tackle. Uh, that That's that's perfect. Maybe the best defensive value of the night was the Chiefs moving up to get Trent McDuffie. Yeah. At 21. Yeah. DB being a need, they lose Honey Badger. You get a guy who can play nickel, a guy who can play outside. You can move him around. Physical run defender, like, just such a technician, man coverage. Like, that's just such a money pick. Yeah, big time. I mean, he's, he's going to remind a lot of people of Honey Badger. That, that's for sure, when, when he steps on the field at Arrowhead. I mean, again, they did such a great job with George Koloftis, too. Um, they came away with a, with a killer round one. Big, biggest reaches. I, I put Trevon Walker, but, like, he is, I but just, I don't. I don't really care. Like whatever. Yeah, but we'll come back. We'll talk about that in a second. Kenny Pickett, Tyler Smith. I just think we're just so clearly in a, in a draft that didn't have a ton. Dotson. Yeah, we hit. A, we hit a lot of. I'll throw Dotson in there. Even um, Dotson is a top thirty-two player. Yeah, I, th- I was a little lower on him. It's funny. I, I think neither of us think Cole Strange is that big of a reach, and that the fit is so great. Um, that's it. Not not 
<clears throat> I mean, I, I thought the Seahawks would take something ridiculous, so I'm glad we're, we're not talking about that right now. There wasn't too many... Like, I think, like, you know, a lot of our, both of our top 32 players went in the top 32 picks. Yeah, I was going to say, this is, I think, one, two, three, four, five non-top 32 went for in, in the top 32 for That's me. pretty... For, for a draft, it's supposed to be crazy. Years, yeah, it's... It really is. Um, let me think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have my... And, like, I had Quay Walker 34, so just outside. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Elam, my 39, Cole Strange, 41, Tyler Smith, 47, and uh, Kenny Pickett, 104. Yeah, I think I just have 5-2. Five, five Pickett, um, London, but that doesn't really count. Uh, Strange, of course, Lewis Seen. But again, like the, you know, London was 35, Seen was 38, Cole Strange was 39 for me. Like, uh, Dotson. Like, they weren't too. far off. No, like, it was really, and like, I, those are also guys, like, uh, other than Strange. Yeah, like. Who I, we thought I, were going I, the first round. I had just one guy outside of my top 50 go, and it was Kenny mm-hmm. Pickett. It was outside my top 100, but whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had Tyler Smith outside my top 50, too. I had, I had Smith 54 and Pickett 56. Okay. So you actually thought, like, Pittsburgh got pretty good value in this KP yeah, kid. No, they didn't. They didn't, Rob. I'm sorry. Uh, we already talked about all the trades. Yeah, we did. We did. So so let's let's just let's talk a little Siobhan Walker for a sec. Let's give the number one pick. Uh, his due before we get the best players still available and we'll get get to bed. Um, what do you think of the Javon Walker thing? Does that mean Trent Balky's got all the power, which is not a good thing? I don't know. And then we heard the talks of like, you know, they were unified in the pick. You know, Shaq Khan came in and gave the okay and blah blah blah. I don't think Trevon Walker is going to reach his potential in Jacksonville. Like that's just not the place for good things to happen for football players. I don't. I don't know. I think they should have taken Aiden Hutchinson and done the safe thing. But getting coming back and getting Devin Lloyd, who neither of us are as high on as, as a lot of people are, I, it makes me feel better about what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. I I, I think they're they're building a culture. Aiming. Yeah, I I just I think it helped. Like the fact they they have a pass rusher in Josh Allen. Who, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's quite been. An all he's had his ups, but had player. ups and downs. Yeah, like it, everything's there. He's still only twenty four. He's made a Pro Bowl. He's a seventh overall pick. Like everything's there for him to be a, a premier pass rusher. Like I think that takes a lot of pressure off Travon Walker having yeah. to reach insane heights early on, and, and it takes and pressure off just, Josh Allen too. Yeah, and, and he can just be a uh, like more of a the the elite run defender and. You slowly bring her yeah. along as a pass rusher, and it opens things up for Caleb Von Chaison. It's gonna be fun. Um, okay, best place still available, and then go to bed. <laughs> You're going to bed? Come on, man! I am I'm so tre- sleepy. I'm chewing off a uh, day two mock here. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Andrew Booth, I think, is my top guy. No, sorry, Nicobe Dean is my top guy. Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean is my top guy, and just looking at the top of the second round. Not totally sure where he goes. I think the Giants would be really cool. Come, come to Seattle, Nickobe. Come to Seattle. That's all I'll say. Um, speaking of coming to Seattle, I got David. I had David Ojabo with a first round pick. Not surprised at all that he's not first round player, but I think he'll hear his name called in the first fifteen picks in the second round. And if not, uh, that's that's kind of scary for the knee. Um, Andrew Booth should be one of the top five, ten picks at worst of uh, the second round too, right? Uh, yeah, I, so uh, Dean and Booth are... Oh, the Vikings are, are sitting right there. They can come come back with... with, with that, that would be a really great move. There you go. That, right? makes, a, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe they were worried that the, the Bucks are more likely to take Booth, so they took Seam first. There you go. Who do you think Tampa goes? Who do you think Tampa starts the night off of off with? Um, Logan Hall would make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good pick. Okay, we'll say Booth to the Vikings. Do the Titans get Desmond Ritter here at 35? Do they, sorry? Get Desmond Ritter at 35. That'd be sweet, but it doesn't help my bet, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> who, who else that'd, is that'd, that'd, that'd be good. Well, okay, so I got the, here. here's my top guys. Dean Booth, Brees Hall, Christian Watson, Travis Jones, Logan Hall, Sky Moore, Jalen Petrie, Kyler Gordon, David Ajabo, Arnold Ebiketti. Mm-hmm. Those are my guys left within my top 40. Um, obviously, the more interesting thing is quarterback. Uh do you do you like how far do you think Malik Willis falls? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't. 
I don't know. Willis doesn't scream Titans, so I don't think that's the home. And no one else... Up, I mean, the Texans, I don't see them doing this. I don't think they're waiting for next year. Willis can come to 40 and be a Seattle Seahawk. That's all I'm saying. Would you be happy? Yeah, at 40, I'd be cool with it. I, I He's just so much fun, right? Like... I already know they're going to win too many games next year because they're scrappy and stupid to, to get one of the top quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with that 40. Um, ideally, I get, like, Ojabo and, and Willis. There's a lot of good players. They're going to get two really good players there, so I'm feeling pretty good. Are you, does it just make you feel better knowing you can't be getting back it? Yes, it does. It makes me feel a lot better. And it makes me feel a lot better that Charles Cross is already in the bag. I don't know what to do with myself. Jump, jump like, ship. I'm, I'm, yeah, maybe Desmond Ritter, wherever he lands up, I just hope for him. I think you look good in the, the double Titan blue. Where, okay, let me oh, ask you one more question. Where's where's the most fun fits for the, the round two running backs of Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker? Um, I'm trying to think more realistic. Brees Hall to the Texans. Cause I was he, about to he, say that. Just, he would get so many touches. It'd be yeah, fantasy. That'd be very good. Um, uh, Kenneth Walker to the Falcons. That's fine. Same, okay, those are two good idea. ones. There you go. Two good ones. I like those two. Those are two good ones. Thank. Oh my God. Thank you. You're sharp at twelve thirty in the morning. Just on backs. You know me. I don't. I hate running backs in the first round, but I know them in the second. What was, what's the last? What, what, what was your last coffee of the day? What time? Uh, only eight thirty p.m. Mm. Mm. I can't believe you didn't brew on it about 11. Yeah, I wish I did. Uh, the, the Steelers taking any pick, it really just made me hey, want to be dead. I'm, I'm um, sorry, buddy. I, I don't hey, know what to say. we'll redeem ourselves when we take... You should uh, do a Steelers mock tomorrow, just like fan service Steelers mock. <laughs> should I like really be a Pittsburgh guy? You, you weren't already? Like really be, like that's all I do. Oh, 52, it's Leo Chanel. That's the Steelers pick. Fuck off. Or Josh Paschal. You like that one. That feels Steelers. Uh, Jamari Mathis will be a Steeler eventually at some point. Okay, I I do want that. Yeah. Just take another running back at 52. Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson will be a Steeler. Double down to Bama, baby. I don't know what I want anymore. I hope Andrew Booth falls to 52. That's the only way I'll feel okay. That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. All right, let's get out of here.